Hey, Tyler. Hi, Sally. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm really good. I'm I feel really, really silly uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you're just in the next room. Yes. <laughs> and yet we are not looking at each other face to face for this conversation. Yeah. So for everyone listening, normally, as you know, Tyler and I record from completely different cities across the country from each other, but uh, we're actually in Mexico right now on a little retreat um, and are in the same house. <laughs> and Tyler's in the bathroom of the bedroom that I'm in. <laughs> With a fort built out of blankets. Yes. So we can try to get a good audio quality. <laughs> because also we have the roar of the ocean and a really crazy windy day today. So there's a lot of trying to do our, trying to deliver the best sound quality and also make it extra fun for our editor. Who <laughs> <laughs> we love. We love you, Sarah. Um, okay. So <laughs> we, yeah, let's get, let's get to it. Um, what is the best thing that's happened to you this week, Tyla? Well, the best thing that has happened to me this week is just being in Mexico with my best friend. Um, and all the time that we've just spent staring at the ocean and talking about nothing. It's been really amazing. It's been really good. What's the best thing that's happened to you this week, Sally? I really enjoyed all of those things. I really liked our little adventure trying to find a restaurant that we, that had been recommended to us and ending up it's such a long story, but the point, the thing that I really loved about it, the thing that made it the best thing that ever happened or the best thing that happened this week, um, was then getting a take two and getting to find it a couple of days later and having a really delicious meal that just made it even sweeter. I think I because of that first briefly time. summarize take one <laughs> was we we're trying to follow Google maps and it was like, go down this street. And it looked like the street should like open up onto a boardwalk. But at the end of the street was like, it kind of got like dark and tiny and there was a gate and there were all of these men standing down there and it didn't look like there was a way through. And we were just like, um, walking into this gated area with all of these foreign men does not seem like the smartest idea. Not at all. Um, <laughs> so was, we gave up. I didn't like it. I didn't like it, but I really liked the food once we did have it. Yeah, we went back round two. We made it. <laughs> yeah, in another in another direction. In case you're in case you're curious. <laughs> oh boy. So that's what ha- what's been happening this week. And now um, we have a guest again today for what happened a year ago today. Um, let's bring her on, Erica. Welcome. Hi, ladies. Hi, Erica. I wish I was in Mexico on the beach with you. (laughs) And we wish you were here, too. That would be really fun, because then we'd be in three separate rooms in this tiny house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. Uh, We're so excited that you're here. Um, I would actually, I have a quick little anecdote that I would love to share before we get started, is that when Sally and I began this podcast, we, we were kind of like, what are some parameters for success? And one of my big things was that I, I was like, well, I hope that we get contacted by somebody that we don't really know very well, who wants to come on and share their story with us. And then that happened like a week later and it was you. And, (laughs) um, ah, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. Great. Well, I hope that I can share some things with your listeners that um, will help them in their own journeys. So when Erica contacted us about coming on the show, it was a little bit different because the thing that we want to talk about with Erica is not something that happened a year ago today. It's something that happened 10 years ago today. So Erica, can you please share with us what it is we're going to be talking about? Sure. So 10 years ago today, my life changed completely. I was living in the San Francisco Bay Area, and the morning started off like any other weekend morning. It was a Sunday. I received a phone call from my mother, who lived in Detroit, Michigan, 
And when I answered the phone, I knew immediately something was terribly wrong because my mother was crying and my mother does not cry. I think in all my years, I've probably seen her cry just a few times. So I immediately was concerned and I said, mama, what's wrong? And she said, Erica, we don't have Kyle anymore. Hmm. And when she said that, it was, I just, it didn't compute with me. So I repeated, I said, well, what did you say? And she said, Erica, we don't have Kyle anymore. And it was as if somebody had come in and turned off the light in my life. So um, earlier that morning, my brother, younger brother and only sibling, Kyle, uh, had passed away in an automobile accident in North Carolina. And so um, my mother was calling to tell me that. And I think what immediately went through my mind is I was a couple of thousand miles away and I couldn't help her. Um, and so, you know, I, I immediately started contacting some of my family members who were closer to her that, so that they could just go and support and be there for her. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling of being so far away when something bad happens. Oh yeah. It's, it's very, very tough. Um, so after I, I got hung up the phone, um, I paused for a minute and I called my boyfriend at the time and I told him what had happened. He was a police officer in San Francisco, so he was at work, but he told me that his mom was going to come and sit with me, um, until he could get to my house. And so she did, and his mom is an amazing woman, um, who I love dearly. She came over, and it's so funny because, I mean, I had just received that news, but immediately I wanted to show her pictures of Kyle. I wanted to, I wanted her to see how amazing he was, how handsome he was, how beautiful his smile was. And in retrospect, I guess I was starting to um, just deal with the reality that he might be gone and also the fact that she would never meet him. Mm. So that was uh, really important to me. Um, I also later on went outside and and this is something that um, sticks out in my mind. I remember that the sky was blue. Like it was a beautiful day. Sky was blue. The grass just looked so green. All the colors were really vibrant. I remember the birds were chirping so loudly. And it was amazing to me because I felt like in that moment, my world was completely falling apart. Mm. But everything was so beautiful. And I, later on that evening, you know, of course, talking to numerous family members and friends, um, about what happened at some point someone suggested that I go uh, just try to get some rest so I went upstairs and um you know I, I lay down and somehow I guess I drifted off to sleep and I woke up or at least it felt like I woke up and at the foot of my bed there was Kyle And he was just sitting there looking at me and I looked back at him and he said, Erica, I'm okay. And then he was gone. And I think that's the only time that he's really come to me in that way. But it was huge for me because as as a big sister, I had always it felt that it was my responsibility to protect him. And so I felt like in that moment, he was trying to let me know that he really was okay. And um, I needed to hear that because I wasn't quite sure how I was going to keep going with things. Um, But in that moment, I knew that eventually, even though it would take some time, I too would be okay. Mm Mm-hmm. 
There's so many different moments already that you've described that that I'm curious to ask you about, but I think picking up right where you just left off with having felt like Kyle came to you with that message, if you mm-hmm. could really take a minute and go back to that moment. Can you tell us in one word how you were feeling? In one word, I would say that I was feeling hopeful. And I say that because I felt that I I really felt like I was never going to smile again. I remember that. And I'm I'm such a happy person. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I'm always smiling, but my brother was my best friend and I think when people, you know, people uh, pass away every day and, you know, we lose loved ones. That's a part of life. I think what's special about a sibling is that you have oftentimes, I, mean, I know there are different situations, but you have a common origin. So there's this other person who, who knows where you come from. They've seen you at, you know, with, um, during your highs and your lows. And a lot of times, you know, even, even the siblings who don't always get along, they're always there for you. And it's like, you know, I might, I might be able to pick on you, but no one else better pick on you. That type (laughs) of thing. My brother and I never had that kind of relationship. We always had a very loving relationship. So, the reason that I say I was hopeful is in that moment, I felt like he had let me know he was okay. Um, and that it would take some time, but I would get through it. And, um, I think that's what I really took from it. The other thing that I took from it, I've always been a believer that when we leave here, um, our journey's not done, but I felt like my belief strengthened in that moment because I felt like he, he told me. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll, I'll share something else with you. We had a memorial service. My brother graduated from Duke University and uh, so I went to Duke. Did you? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He sure did. Okay. Great. Well, he graduated from Duke. And so we had a, um, a memorial service at Duke. And, um, what's really interesting is we had several of his friends come and share their, their stories and their memories. And it was a wonderful event. One of his longtime friends, I mean, we, we all rode the bus, the school bus together. Um, he, he stood up and he talked about Kyle and I'll never forget it. He said that Kyle had come to him in a dream mm. and said, I'm okay. And I was oh. supposed to speak after him. <laughs> and I, <laughs> oh, I had boy. to take, a, oh yeah, I had to take a few minutes on that one. I couldn't <laughs> believe it because I had, I had not said anything to, to uh, his friend about my dream. Oh, so, I love Kyle. I love that Kyle is so, <laughs> He really wanted everyone to know that he was okay. Yes. Yes. Mm. And that's, and that's how it, for me, it's very powerful because that's the kind of person he was anyway. So there's no surprise that that happened. Mm. Oh, you said that you haven't felt visited by him in the same way since then. Um, Have you felt him with you in other ways? Absolutely. Um, so like I, like in that particular instance, it was very clear. It was as if he was there with me, but over time it has happened in other ways. I'll give you a really great story. So I, um, 
obtained my MBA, um, and that's what actually brought me to Atlanta. Um, I attended Emory University, and so I was. Remember one night I was working on some finance homework, and I'm in the computer room of my apartment complex, and this would have been in maybe 2008. So I'm going through the homework and it's a tough problem set. And I really felt like I needed a hug in that moment. Um, and this guy walks in and he's talking on the phone and he was really cute, by the way. <laughs> um, he, so I I'm, wasn't trying to listen to his conversation, but I was sitting there and um, he was talking about, I think he was, they, they were talking about possibly doing a reality show with him in it. And so when he got off the phone, you know, I said, you know, I didn't mean to listen in on your conversation, but, you know, it sounded pretty interesting. And so he told me that he had basically been a football um, star in college and then he had um, been in an accident and that was that threatened to ruin his career and everything that had been he had held so dear, you know, all the fanfare, all the accolades went away. His girlfriend, everything went away while he had to go through through rehabilitation. And then he told me that he had um, worked really hard and he was walking onto um, a pro football team. So I thought that was amazing. So I... Wait, this is just a random guy in your apartment complex that you're having this conversation yes. with? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just wanted yes. to make sure that I was yes. clear on what's happening. Who was, who was very cute. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, um, he told me... So then I started telling him a little bit about my story. And he said, um, I said, yeah, you know, I, I lost my brother a couple of years ago um, and it, it's been really tough. Um, and then I, I lost someone else who was very close to me the following year. Um, and so I said, now I'm in, in school and just kind of gave him, you know, the rundown of everything that had gone on. And I'll never forget. He looked at me and he said, Sometimes you go through things in life so that you can get to the top of the mountain and you can turn around and, and look down and say, my God, look how far I've come. Mm. And I just remember that. I, I, I feel like I had tears in my eyes. And he said, can I give you a hug? Mm. <laughs> and I said, absolutely. <laughs> you can do more than that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, so he gives Aww. me this big bear hug, and um, then I, you know, I said, "Well, it was very nice talking to you. Very nice meeting you. Best wishes to you." And he said, "Same to you." And so I got my things, and then I was on my way back to my apartment, and I remember stopping and saying, "I need to go back and like try to get his information so I can keep in touch <laughs> with him or something." And I turned around to go back into the room and he was gone and I never saw him again. Wow. So that's an example. But, um, it was, it was, I just really believe that my brother said, this girl needs a hug <laughs> and some eye candy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a little bit of inspiration. Oh. <laughs> I love that story. I feel like after we lose somebody, you know, you said you felt like you would never smile again and, I've definitely had the experience of losing someone and feeling like I would never start living a normal day-to-day -day life ever again. I'm wondering, um, do you have any idea how long it took before you started feeling like yourself again after Kyle died? Wow. That's a good question. I will say... It's tough. And the reason that it's tough is because when you lose someone very close to you and then you have to deal with not only your grief, but your family members grief, um, it can be very hard. And I, I knew that everyone was hurting. And for me, it was very tough because I wasn't in Detroit where most of my family is. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
But, you know, I, I knew if I could just try to stay strong for my mother, that would help her. Um, because my mother is an amazing woman. She has sacrificed, always sacrificed so much so that Kyle and I could have the best and the best opportunities. Um, so I know that, you know, a part of her was just gone. And I think, you know, that's very tough. So for me, I think I had to try to start, um, figuring out ways to, to cope as best as possible so that I could try to be strong for other people in my family. That I think that's what, what I turn to um, because I'm, I'm the kind of person who wants everybody to be okay. Mm-hmm. And in this particular situation, this was something that I could not fix as much as I wanted to. I couldn't fix it. Mm-hmm. So... And I guess the other thing is, um, I have a very strong support system. I'm very blessed in that way, uh, through my friends. And so that was very helpful. And then, and like I said, in 2008, I was in school. So I think I, t- I tried to turn my attention to that and being a full-time MBA student, you stay very busy. Hmm. So I think that that also helped me a lot, but mm-hmm. I talk, I talk to my friends quite a bit and some, and many of my family members and talking definitely helps. You can't keep things bottled inside. Well, that's interesting. Cause my, my next question was, um, I think that sometimes when we're trying to be strong for other people or when we have things like being in an MBA program that take up so much time and energy. At least I know that for me, sometimes those things are a way for me to really avoid feeling my feelings. Do you Mm -hmm. feel like, do you feel like that was happening that you were kind of avoiding really feeling the loss? I think you're absolutely right in that that can happen. So one thing that I tell people who have experienced a loss, especially a recent loss. And because you're exactly right, Tyla, and I had to learn this, but it's allow yourself to feel how you feel. So if you want to cry, then cry. You know, if, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you feel frustrated, then feel frustrated. Um, Because you're absolutely right. That is something that can happen. You can repress, you know, all of those, um, those feelings. And then it can just kind of push you to your limits and you don't want to do that. You know, um, so I will say that especially earlier on, I went through those days where I would just, um, think about something that that Kyle said and you know I might be laughing one minute and crying the next Mm -hmm. um going to to his friend's um weddings or somebody had a baby while I was ecstatic for that individual it was also really hard because I'm thinking to myself Kyle should be here Mm -hmm. and I think those moments were tough as well but um I you know I think that it it's on the flip side, it's also important to understand that you are still here and you have to find that new normal and then you have to keep living because your loved one at the end of the day, that's what they will want for you. So it sounds then that you, like you really were grounded even even then, is that true or is it just kind of 10 years removed looking back? You can say that now. Um, I mean, how were you, how were you kind of managing that at the time? Right. Well, at the, at the time I will be completely honest. I was heartbroken. I was, um, I couldn't believe that someone so good could be taken so soon. He was 25, almost 26 years old. And I felt like 
he was always so good to other people. How could his life be cut short? Um, and like I said, I am a person of faith, but in that, in those moments, um, in those days right after this happened, my, I felt like my faith was tested. Mm. Um, and then, like I, I, my mother is, is very, is a very strong woman. Um, and she's also a woman of faith and we, we talked a lot and we supported each other. And I think that really helped me. Um, mm. but definitely, you know, 10 years later, I can look back on the, on the situation and, and say, and, and that's part of my journey. Um, that, you know, I think if anything, I, I grew, I've grown significantly. I've grown in my faith, you know, because different things have happened subsequently, um, that have, have made me believe that, um, my brother, you know, he's gone from here physically, but he's still with me. Like I know in my heart, he's still, he's still here. So, um, that helps me to kind of move on and, and live my life completely, you know, fully. I have a question I want to ask, but I feel a little nervous to ask it. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> um, do you, do you talk to Kyle? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's funny. So Kyle was always my little buddy. Uh, he was three years younger than me and he was just the cutest little baby. So I think <laughs> when he, when he got here, my mom used to say, you know, that's Erica's baby. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just loved him. I looked out for him. We looked out for each other. And so it's funny. I, I never imagined that I would be living my life without him. Um, I'll tell you a story. When I was 16 years old, I remember I had my first heartbreak and I was leaving a dance. Um, and I had broken up with my boyfriend, my very first boyfriend. I got in the car and I was crying and Kyle saw me crying. He, he tried so hard to cheer me up. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, then as a, as a 16 year old girl, boy, you know, these guys are going to come in and out of my life. I'm sure. But Kyle's always going to be there. And. It's, you know, so crazy to me that he, he wasn't physically, but I still feel like he, he is spiritually. Um, and in, in, there, there are definitely times when I'm kind of going through something or I might, you know, have to think through something and I'll, I will talk to him and I'll say, man, Kyle, you know, what should I do? You know, it, especially if it's something maybe having to do with, with family or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I do. And it's like, I still feel connected to him. Um, and now I have a nonprofit organization that I started, um, in part in memory of him. And so that's just another way that I feel, you know, still very connected to him and, um, and what his life meant. So. It's so beautiful. Um, I think that it takes a lot of strength to, I'm crying over here just oh, to yeah. be very clear. <laughs> um, oh. um I think it takes a lot of strength to continue to engage in the relationships with people who aren't physically here anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, I've lost, I've lost some people, um, 
And it's been coming up recently that I want to engage more in those relationships, but I haven't up until this point. And I think that it just takes a lot of strength to, to know that even when someone's gone, they're not necessarily really gone. Right. And that you can still talk to them and that they are still here for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I, it's, it's funny, Tyler, you know, it, you're, I'm talking to you 10 years from, you know, what I, I kind of call my ground zero. Yeah. Um, Isn't it funny how that moment comes to define your whole life in a way? Oh, like yes. Before Absolutely. this and after this. Exactly. Because honestly, I'm a very different person now than I was then. Um, I'll tell you how I was, I used to be pretty like just happy go lucky Hmm. and just kind of moving through life. And I had a plan, you know, I wanted to work, to go to school, graduate, work uh, four years, and then wanted to go back to school to get my master's degree. Now, I didn't go back to school right, you know, during that, that time frame. It took me a little bit longer to go back, but I went back as planned. Um, when this happened, I realized that there were just some things that I had no control over. Hmm. And I think when you realize that and you start to accept it, you see life differently. So after this happened, you know, I also saw somebody who was here today, gone the next day. Um, and that, that really, you know, made me realize how precious life is because he, it's not like he was sick or anything or going through something like that. He was just here one day, gone the next. So for me now, um, I really value time. I value relationships that I have. Um, and so I think you know, those, those are some of the things and some of the ways in which I've changed over this journey that I've been on. I keep wanting to go back to, I guess, maybe just in the year or two after his passing. Mm-hmm. I just, I would just love to hear a bit more about how you were experiencing that time, obviously you made a decision to go back to school during that time. So, you know, life kept going for you. Um, so maybe even if, even if, even by maybe using that as an example of kind of how you were moving through life at that time, I would love to hear a little bit more about that. Sure. Well, um, it's, it's interesting. So I remember kind of the, the first few months afterwards, um, you know, you, you go through the funeral, you go through kind of taking care of business when somebody passes away. Um, you have immediately following all of that. You have people who are checking on you and, you know, obviously they're concerned about you and you're sharing stories and you're sharing memories, that type of a thing. But then, you know, slowly all of that comes to an end. And then you're sitting there just kind of, within your own thoughts. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like crying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, and, and so I remember, um, honestly thinking, okay, I had to really think about who, who I was. And, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Um, I, I was still at that point, somebody's daughter, I was somebody's granddaughter, somebody's cousin, somebody's friend, but the only person that, you know, I was big sister to wasn't there anymore. And I wasn't the only child because I had a sibling for almost 26 years. So... It, it's interesting. Um, and then gradually over time, I, I said, no, my brother's still my brother. He's just not with me physically anymore, but I'm still his big sister. You know, I'm still gonna, going to take up for him or, you know, all the things that I've always done. I'm still going to be proud of him. But 
um, like in the, the months afterwards, immediately afterwards, those were some thoughts that came to my mind. Um, the other thing is I remember looking at siblings, like especially kids. I would go, to, I would be at the grocery store and you would see siblings just kind of bickering. Mm. Um, or I have cousins who are my first cousins, but they're a lot younger than me and you know, they're boys. So, <laughs> um, so similar situation. And I, I always tell them, you know, you guys be good to your brothers, you know, love your brothers. Um, because that relationship is important. Like you're supposed to stick up for each other, you know? Mm. Um, and I, and I, I guess the point is, value that relationship because you just never know when that person's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. So I think those are some of the things that I thought about probably more so within those first, you know, couple of years. It makes me think about the memory that you shared, um, in the car when you were 16 and Uh having that thought, you know, like I will always have this. And then, when you don't have it anymore, it kind of makes you want to run around like a crazy person, like at those kids in the supermarket being like, you may not always have this. Like, exactly. It's so important. I know, I know that after, after my dad died, you know, I really wanted to tell everybody, like you may not always have, well, most of us won't always have this, but yes, you know, you just never know. Yep. I'm sorry about your father. That's, yeah, that's tough. It's tough. But, you know, I will say your dad, your dad is still with you. you (laughs) Yeah, I definitely know that. He makes it known. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just interesting because it does change the way that you move through the world. Yes. It sure does. It really does. And, yeah, I mean, it's. It's, I remember the moment when I realized it really hit me that he wasn't going to be there anymore. Um, so I remember the first going home that first Christmas, um, after he passed away and we always would have family dinners. It just wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't think it's been the same since. Well, how could it be? Exactly. You always feel like that that piece is missing. Um, but, yeah. And then we we used to have kind of like a little ritual um, when, when we would go home because I was in California and he was in North Carolina. So when we would basically meet up at Christmas and then my mom would pick me up from the airport, then him up from the airport or vice versa. And then we would, um, of course, spend time with the family, but we will always make sure that we would do something together, whether it be, you know, going to the movies or just hanging out. And, you know, it's just that, that first Christmas afterwards, there was none of that. So it, you know, all of those things were, experiences that I just had to go through and um, my family members had to go through his friends had to go through it um but I guess you know that's part of life and and what happens when somebody you care about passes on besides um the nonprofit, are there any other ways that kind of stand out um that you've really loved honoring your brother? Well, I guess the, the first thing that happened was immediately after he passed away. And this was a huge honor. Um, a scholarship fund in his name was established at our, our school, which is a uh, K through 12 school. And so, um, inspired by the, which is the nonprofit, it evolved, but, um, basically as a result of that scholarship being formed. And I would say, um, I believe we've so far given out approximately $26,000 in scholarship monies from the scholarship in his name at this school. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a huge, um, honor. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's, 
Yeah, it, it's it's very exciting. So of course, you know, I I want to do everything I can to keep that going. Um, but and then like I said, we had the the officials, you know, the service at Duke, which was really nice. Um, was it in the chapel? It was. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was absolutely beautiful. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, I will say also, I've had an opportunity to go to, um, as I mentioned before, a couple of his friends, their weddings. And I'll tell you, just being sitting there at the reception and talking to some of the parents of some of the kids that he went to school with talked to me about Kyle. So it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's funny. It's like always those stories that, you know, just in unexpected places or unexpected times, people will come to me and they'll say, I knew, I knew your brother. I remember your brother. He did this, you know, he, <laughs> he made me smile. He made me laugh. And those are the things that really just warm your heart and keep you going. Yeah. I think that sometimes those people that, that share those things with you don't realize what a huge gift they're giving you. Yes. Oh, um, it's everything. Yeah. And it's, it's just like everything. something you would have never known or a side of, Aside of the person that you've lost that you might have never, never seen or never heard about. And it's so fun. Absolutely. I feel like that's advice that I, you know, oh, hang on. Sorry. I want to think how to say this. I feel like whenever I know someone who's experienced a loss, even someone who knows someone who's experienced a loss, that's always what I want to tell them to do. It's like share a story about what that person meant to you with the people that were close to that person. Yes, absolutely. Or, um, something I know that helped, helped us immediately afterwards, especially is, um, but really anytime is, is to receive cards. You know, I, I, of course you get a lot of cards, but the people who wrote, um, stories or memories mm-hmm. in their cards, because you can go back in and read those, you know, over and over again, and they really do help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to know a little bit about how, Hmm. how the idea came to honor your brother, you know, you said that it was like partially inspired by him, um, mm-hmm. but through this nonprofit, because as somebody who used to work in nonprofits for a long time, um, things like that always kind of light me up hearing sort of the why, not just the mission, but the story behind nonprofits to me is always, I mean, maybe I'm a right. nerd. <laughs> Um, but you know, (laughs) given how this, this certainly has a really special connection, I'd love to hear just a bit about that too. Sure. So, um, so the name of the nonprofit is called inspired by the, um, and so, you know, inspired by you basically just a different way of saying you. Mm -hmm. Um, and as I mentioned, initially, we had, we have, we do have a scholarship in his name at, um, University Legate School, which is the school that I went to grades three through 12 and Kyle went, um, first grade through 12th grade. So I spent a lot of time there. Hmm. Um, and it's a very close knit community. So that's where things started. Um, I came up with this inspired by the idea because I wanted to start a blog and the blog was going to be about people, places, and things that inspire me. And so when I started thinking about the first blog post, I thought, wow, well, Kyle, you know, inspires me to get up out of the bed every day and go to work and, and, you know, do my thing. Mm -hmm. So I want to make this first blog post about him. Um, and then just some things happened where we wanted to ultimately, um, create a a larger platform for the scholarship 
that was already in his name. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to figure out a way to try to help um, more people and maybe broaden the scope. And so um, we started talking about the idea of actually establishing a nonprofit um, where we could give out multiple scholarships and we could still con continue to support the scholarship in his name at University Legate School. Hmm. So that's how it evolved. And um, then we decided that there would be merit-based scholarships and we would have um, one scholarship in particular that would honor uh, in the young people, high school and college students who um, had who were who were thriving and succeeding despite either losing a sibling or a young parent and just dealing with you know some of life's largest obstacles. So that's that's what Inspired by Thee is all about, and um, that that's basically our mission. But Are it, they college scholarships? Um, so it will be high school, high school and college. Okay. Yeah. So um, graduating seniors for the most part, or um, you know, it could be someone attending a private school, I guess. But they they would just be merit based scholarships, mm -hmm. and and of course, uh, kids who are in college. So, how long ago? was the nonprofit established? Um, well, we, it became a 501c3 in November of last year. So really last year mm -hmm. is when we kind of kicked things off. Um, I, I could tell you a story. So we, our first, of, our, our first event as inspired by the, um, we decided to go to Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky, Ohio. And for me, this was really symbolic for a number of reasons. Um, first and foremost, Kyle and I loved Cedar Point. That was one of the last trips that we went um, together. Mm. So that was was special in in in, um, in itself. Had you been back since then? No, um, no, I had not been back since Kyle and I went mm -hmm. um, prior to us going last year, primarily because I was living in California, you know, that was so far away, hmm. and then um, moving to Atlanta, I mean, it's still not very close. So that that's really the only reason, because I absolutely love roller coasters, and I love that amusement park. <laughs> but um, no, so that was really something that I felt compelled to do. And I, you know, I got that question from a lot of people as to, you know, all the different fundraisers you could do. Why was this one so important? You know, <laughs> this, this particular one. And I said, no, I just have to do it. And the other reason is I thought it was so symbolic because when you, and, and Tyler, I know you can relate to this, but when you lose someone, you really do go on a roller coaster ride of emotions and this journey. And I felt like I had really experienced all of that. And um, there was a roller coaster called the Millennium Force that I was really scared to get on. <laughs> and I just decided that this was going to be the trip. I was going <laughs> to do it. And um, I'll tell you, when we got to the park, I was with um, some amazing individuals. Some some traveled very far to be with with me on that day to launch Inspired by Thee. Um, and the first thing that they wanted to do was to, to go on Millennium Force. And I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, can't we build up to that? Oh boy! Well, I feel like that's how we feel about life, right? We're like, can't we build up to that big scary thing? That's true. That's true. That's absolutely true. And you're absolutely right. So I think. We so they were like, no, let's go. That's the first one we're doing, and I said, <laughs> okay. So we we went on um on the that first hill. We were climbing the first hill, and I'll tell you, we got to the top of the hill, and I just looked around. The I think it's three hundred feet high in the sky, and um when I went down, I just breathed. I I exhaled, and it really felt so good. It was such an awesome experience. So. Um, I think it was the perfect way to, to kind of uh, kick off what I hope is, uh, you know, an opportunity for us to really touch a lot of people's lives and do some amazing things. 
Yeah. I, I think it's that. amazing that there's a scholarship specifically for, for someone who may have lost a sibling or had a, a similar loss yeah. because it really takes a lot to keep moving. Yes. And I can imagine that losing someone at such a crucial point in your life as like the transition from high school to college could really derail someone. So to have that kind of support is really pretty incredible. Yes. And, and I've, I've have friends who've lost young parents while in high school. And I know, you know, they had to be the primary care. Well, at least a, a, you know, a caregiver, um, in some of those situations and, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think it, it has to be extremely tough. So our goal is definitely to provide that the support system um, for those young people. I feel like Kyle would be so proud. Yeah. I hope so. I, you know, I, I think he, I think he's smiling up there. I really do. <laughs> I really do. Um, I, I, I can see it and it, I'm smiling right now. It makes me smile. So, um, it definitely makes, you know, life a lot more fun, um, being able to do this. I, I feel like, Inspired by Thee, honestly, was something that was given to me. I was inspired to do, to do this yeah. as a result of this journey I've been on for 10 years. And I think that's why I'm so excited about it. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I think, I think he, he would be happy. Yeah. Especially after that roller coaster ride you had. Sure he, was really, <laughs> <laughs> he was really pumped about that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, she, well, that's what, when we, uh, we got off the rise, we said, uh, we did it for Kyle, you know, (laughs) so absolutely. So this year marks 10 years and how does that feel? Wow. You know, this, this day is never, never really an easy day for me, Mm -hmm. but Number one, I'm excited to be here talking to the two of you. Um, mm. And hopefully by my sharing my story today, I might be able to give a little bit of hope for someone maybe who, who has recently lost someone. Um, and I guess if you take anything from what you know I've shared it's that number one you will smile again mm-hmm. um and it might not seem like it immediately but you will and you know those tears will will turn into to to smiles and and you'll remember things that you know that person said or stories or memories that the two of you you shared and you know you'll you'll laugh more than you, you cry. So I will say that. Can you believe that it was 10 years ago? It's, it's interesting. I, it's funny because I remember everything about this day 10 years ago. And so when I think about it in that regard, it seems like yesterday, but when I think about the journey as a whole and just kind of the highs and lows, then um, I know that there, there has been some healing that has taken place. It's funny. People, people say um, time heals all things. And I disagree with that. I think, and, and other people have actually said this to me, but Time doesn't necessarily heal everything. It makes dealing with the pain a little bit easier to bear. And I believe that that's more um, accurate, or at least it's been for me. Um, But it's definitely been a journey. And um, I think sometimes even when, you know, things seem to be really just, 
you, you can't believe that some things are happening. Um, I always say try to find some value in the valley. And I, and I think that's what I've tried to do over this, this time. Yeah. I like, I like what you say about time doesn't necessarily heal all things. Um, because I do think that healing is a choice also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the same as the, what was it? Find something in the valley, value yeah, in the valley. valley. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Find, find the value and while you're, while you're going through that valley, you know, yeah. um, because like my mom always says where there's life, there's hope. So, you know, sometimes you hear people who get so consumed and in, in their grief that they stop living, you know, and I just think that's so sad. Um, when I talk to some of my friends who've experienced loss, I just, you know, remind them that every day that you open your eyes, you have an opportunity to, um, to just make a, a positive difference, you know, even if it's just sharing your story in a way that might touch somebody else's life, mm-hmm. you know, that might be a way for you to heal. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, it's just important not to be consumed with, with your grief mm-hmm. and stop living, you know, because time is precious. I think, I feel like when you lose somebody, at the very least, it's, it, what I learned was time is truly precious and valuable. So we really need to make the most of our time here. <sighs> this is such gorgeous reflection. And I thank you so much for um, for sharing today with us. I think that's all that I keep thinking and, and feeling. Yeah. Um, this entire time that we've been talking, it's just like, you know, what a big day for you and what a, what an honor it is to share it with you for as briefly as we can. To share it with you and with Kyle. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, Thank you both. You know, thank you for, for just, um, I don't know, being, being open to sharing it, sharing this day with me. So, I'm still the, I'm still the proud big sister. Mm -hmm. I can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I really feel that from you too. I want you to know that. Like I, I mean, we've only spoken for an hour, but I feel like I know who Kyle was in the world just based on who you are in the world. And that, is really, um, that's really something to witness. Thank you. Thank you. So now comes the question. Um, if you could sum up in one word, how you're feeling today, what would it be? Wow. If I could sum it up in one word I would say blessed really and I feel blessed because for for several reasons um I always when I think about this day and I think about my brother's life I always say, you know, there were, there were so many houses that God could have dropped him off at, but he (laughs) dropped him off at my house. And I believe that, um, I'm so fortunate, um, to have shared that time that I shared with him when he was physically here with me. But, you know, as we've talked about, throughout this conversation, he's still with me. He's just, he's in my heart now. Um, and, uh, and so I'm, I'm fortunate that that relationship continues. I'm also 
blessed and fortunate that I have um, a great support system of family and friends who are helping me kind of, you know, continue on with this journey I've been been on and take things to that next level through this organization inspired by thee that I'm trying to build. Because as I mentioned, I, I really believe that that was given to me and I, and that's because of my faith, which I also shared, I feel has been strengthened through this whole journey. So if I had to sum up everything, um, it is that I am blessed. I feel blessed too. Um, okay. Sorry. Continue Sally. <laughs> um, if you could go back to 10 years ago today, knowing what you know now, what would you say to yourself? I would say wow I I think the biggest thing I would tell myself is Erica you don't see it now you can't possibly see it now but it's going to be okay um, that that's that's it because ten years ago today, I did not feel that way. I really didn't. Um, but you know, it's, it's just amazing. It, it's it's really been a journey and. I haven't gone through it alone. You know, I, I know my mom, um, you know, she's been on her own journey. And like I said, my family members and other, other friends, uh, Kyle, he had lots of friends. So I know they've been on their journeys and they miss them as just as much as I do, you know, but it, it's very clear to me now, you know, it, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Well, He's I okay. just want to go back to 10 years ago today and give you the biggest hug. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I, I would have gladly accepted that hug, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. But I, I feel like, you know, you, you ladies are giving me a hug right now. I appreciate it. It, it was just <laughs> the opportunity to talk to you. Um, you know, I get a, I get a lot of, of joy out of sharing my story because I think hopefully it provides, you know, some sense of, of hope when you're going through some things, you know, just kind of, if you're going through something, keep going because (laughs) eventually, you know, there's going to be an upside and you might not be able to see it in that moment, but, um, but you know that it will come. So, yeah. Thank you as well. Oh, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Erica, if anybody would like to learn more about your nonprofit or find you online, uh, where would they do that? Sure. So our website is www.inspiredbythee.com. And we're also on Facebook. Um, and our website is, we're in the process of finishing it up. So it will be launching soon. So stay tuned. It'll be up before you know it. And we'll put a link to Erica's website in the episode description. So you can go check it out and make a donation if you feel so called. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Sally, where can the people find you on the internet? People can find me at Sally Simply on pretty much all social media and they can also find me at sallymercedes.com or at unmutedexpression.com. What about you, Tyla? I'm at tylafowler.com and Tyla M. Fowler on all the social media. Yay. And you can also find Zena Howell on social media at Z-Y-N-A-H-E-L. She provides our intro and outro music 
Um, we'd love for you to support her. I'm obsessed with her music. Um, <laughs> and I just want to thank you again, Erica and yeah. all of our listeners. Um, I feel so connected right now to like everyone on earth. I know. Just <laughs> um, imagine us giving everybody that's listening a huge, huge hug. Yeah. Just so much love for everyone. Um, and if you, enjoyed this episode we'd love for you to share it with some people that you love i i mean i was crying and smiling throughout the entire episode yeah. so, <laughs> so i was just know. like sniffling over here um yeah. yeah share it we'd love if you would give us a rating and a review on itunes if you're enjoying what you hear and we will talk to you next time bye everyone thank you so much bye thank you